Um, yes. Okay. We're recording. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Mel. Awesome. I, I just sometimes went, you know what popo means? Popo. <laughs> power off. In... Pa- power off. Oh. Power on. It's the electrician's friend. If you can't fix it, power off. Power on. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. That is a good idea. Righto. Man, what a fucking morning I've had. Seriously? Oh, me too. But not totally different style, but I'm here now. Yeah. If I had a 21-year-old girlfriend and she was the captain of a netball team and her name was Candy, she couldn't fuck me as hard as the solicitor fucked me this morning, man. It was great. It was fucking awesome, eh? Problem is, though, every time like a solicitor farts or coughs, it costs you like five grand. Well, that, that's the you, just, it's, you can't win. I, I give him twenty two hundred bucks in an envelope. The whole Soprano thing. I give it to him in an envelope. I'm like, there you go, buddy. Last month, and, and then yesterday on Monday, he goes, buddy, I need another fifteen hundred bucks. And I'm like, what happened to the fucking last money I give you? You've got to plan this shit out. You've got to just take it easy. And he goes, no, nah, but I need that money. Goes, Fuck. Well, they do reckon that home gambling, like doing you know, like internet pokies and shit, has soared. It's something stupid like seventy percent since all this COVID shit's been around. So. Maybe to see what he's doing with your money. Uh, the, the funny thing is, last solicitor I had and from at Townsville, the fucking bum, he ripped me off, man, absolutely every cent. 1500 bucks ripped me off every cent. <laughs> so you know what? I sent him Bob Cockmell style nudes. Fuck, I sent him some nudes, man. <laughs> I'm like, you've got my 1500 bucks, but you're also going to have heaps of photos on your email of my little cock. <laughs> well done. All right. Now, I've finally got my shit together here so when you're ready mate i'll play the intro do it simo and redmond are the thong slappers they're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast G'day folks and thanks for joining us. This is Simo and this is episode 43 of the Thong Slappers podcast. How you going, Red? I'm going good, buddy. Welcome back to Australia's first nanny dedicated streetcar podcast. One thing that's kind of not well known in the millennial generation is number 43 is an unlucky number in motocross. Oh, really? I was thinking more, what's the NASCAR? What's that guy's name in NASCAR? He's got 43? No, no idea. Richard Petty. Blue. Wow, is it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. Mate, He's um, got the blue Dodge, like Plymouth Superbirds and all that shit. Dodge Daytona's where the hell he was. The big wing cars that I love. Yeah, he raced one of them and plus everything else for my, many years. My, yeah. my old friend Greg Temme from uh, Parramatta, New South Wales, he broke his back on number 43 in the Wind Safari. Um, and he told me. Ooh. Yeah, years ago, he, was, he raced the first ever Supercross in Sydney at the Entertainment Centre. That's how. Oh, he, wow. Yeah, he was on the GSXR 1100 poster for Action Suzuki. That's how, that's how long this thing goes away, man. But yeah, oh, Greg, good fellow, Greg. Massive, massive guy. Good guy. I haven't heard the term wind safari. Like, I've heard wind start, you bastard, but I haven't heard wind <laughs> safari for fucking decades. I remember there was that guy, Hans Tholstrup. He was like some Aussie adventurer. Didn't he have something to do with that? Didn't he, like, take mini mokes across the Simpson Desert or something cool like that when they were new for BP, the quiet <laughs> achiever? I'm not sure, but we'll check that out, a mini moke. Fucking oath. Hey, I love minis. Seriously, I've got Me this. too. I know. And the new ones, the late model ones are, like, nine grand, man. You, get the, you put the union jack on the roof and you're done. Buy yourself a pair of Doc Martens, spike your hair up, you're done. Are you trying to give me shit because I can't spike my hair up? <laughs> Maybe my back hair. I can look like a lizard. Oh, stop it, man. The funny yeah. thing is, when you and I talk on air about um, stuff, when we whisper, 
it's it's like oh I won't have to edit that. <laughs> I, 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 I won't have to edit this because we're whispering and nobody will hear it. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Hey, Red. Look, today's episode we're going to be reviewing the Street Machine Magazine May 2020 edition with Sam Gauchy's Red XB Falcon sedan on the cover. Look, I'm I've definitely got something to say about the cover and the cover shot. But before I actually do that, I think it's very pertinent that we talk about something else that's very important in street machine land. And that is, of course, first and foremost, congratulations to the mudgy love muscle, Andrew Broadley. <laughs> he scored the editor hat as of the June 2020 edition, so next issue. And, man, look, that's awesome news and thoroughly deserved, I think, for Broads. Like, he's a fucking great guy. We had him on the podcast. When was that, like, maybe episode 17 and 18 when we reviewed Street Commodores? Sorry. Fuck, I fucked it. Hang on. It's called Street Machine Commodores. Sorry, Brawzy. God, he got up us about that, didn't he? We kept saying the wrong fucking name. Street Machine Commodores back then. So, yeah, look, I just, you know, I guess from us and all the other Morts who know of Broads and know him well, you know, congratulations to him. He's been the features editor there for quite a while. And I just want to add to that, Telfo. Now, I'm not trying to piss in Telfo's pocket or anything like that, but I have to say... Man, look, he, of course, will still be mixed up with Bauer. He'll still be mixed up with Street Machine. He's sort of moved further upwards in the in the scheme of things and will be kind of looking after a few different magazines as well as Street Machine. But I've got to say, look, he pretty much has made Street Machine the magazine it is today. No disrespect to any of the previous editors or anything like that, but the, the thing you got to remember with Telfo, he's got a really broad imagination. He's very accepting of a lot of different things. And, and, and that's why he had such a broad style of genres in the magazine. Like you look over the, oh, geez, I'm trying to think how many years he's been doing that for maybe what, 10 years, eight yeah. or 10 years, yeah. maybe 2013. Can't quite remember. Anyway, you know, the fact that you read street machine nowadays and it covers everything, it covers humongous shows like Summonats and Motor X it covers small little, you know, backcountry shows like Candice and all that sort of stuff. At least you've got a very open mind to including everything in the magazine, whether it be hot rods or Japanese cars or traditional street machines, even modern day stuff. And I think that he is kind of a bit of a shining star amongst the other editors that have sort of been there before. Like I think back to some of the, the deadly years of the late 90s where it took on a very modern kind of flavour, almost a bit of a Group A type of flavour. Everything was modern, modern, modern. And um, yeah, so look, the good thing with that is, is Broads is cut from the same cloth as Telfo. So I'm sure that this kind of tradition will continue with the magazine. So good luck to Broads and good luck to Telfo. We're in good hands. A couple of things about Telfo is, the first thing, he still owes me money from the strip poker at Summer Nats 33. Telfo, you know it. <laughs> I deliberately lost so I could take my clothes off. And, and the, sec- <laughs> the second thing is how I define Telfo is by Grunter. Oh, wow. That's when, actually a good call. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. he put Grunter on the cover of the magazine, that, that kicked all the uh, 572 Camaros off the front page and it put a top load of 308 Tunnel Ram Jelly Bean Hold Newt back on the cover. And, and that's how I define Telco these days. The other thing with Broads is, like, besides he's, like, fucking and built like a brick supermarket, um, he's a, he comes from ADB, so that he was from ADB magazine. He's a bike rider. He's from Mudgy. He's a fucking yeah. good guy. Um, so just through Instagram once, I said, oh, I'll be in Sydney next week, whatever. Broads, do you want to go to Chubby's workshop? I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> and he's like, well, well, meet me at this address at this time and I'll take you through our low fabrication. 
I'm like, fuck, sweet, fuck me. And I'm like, really, bro? He's like, yeah, we had the best day. I met Aaron Gregory. Yep, yep. Uh, the forty, the is it a forty-eight or forty-six? Yes. Memphis that Hell. era Chevy pickup. Yep. Yeah, also, he he was um, raised on Laurie's lap. Also, um, I met uh, Jason Lowe, which is Chubby's little brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. and, and so that's Broads took me through that, and I'm so thankful for that. Eh? And I didn't mean any disrespect when I tried to tune that chick at Summer Nats with your name, Broads. I was trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done no good, so fuck you anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what Benny says. Says he woke up a bit sore, but anyway, that's a story for another time. Hey, yeah. never leave the Australian Army. Never leave your mates behind. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I suppose with Telf too, like he basically gave me a shot with the magazine many years ago. Like I was just, a, you know, just bumbling along through life and he gave me a shot doing a story on the, um, geez, what was it? It must have been a very early nostalgia drags. Yeah, he couldn't one, make it. It was one of the drags, yeah. You yeah, he, story, couldn't, yeah. he couldn't make it to Willowbank and I'd put together, I think it was a reader's car's on my Valiant sedan, I did like a black and white cop car, the Sheriff Buford T. Justice cop car. <laughs> And uh, fuck, it used to do good pro pegs, hey. And that was just like it was in the movies. Pro pegs for days. And that's what happens when you kind of weld the diff up like a broken locker. So it just spins one wheel effortlessly for miles. Now, um, and then from there, he gave me a shot. I did the Mr. Damage panel van. Uh, uh, I think it was a, it must have been a time machine on Mr. Damage, Leon Harris's XB. We're talking like 2007, 2008. So it's quite a long time ago. So I've always appreciated that of Telf for, for um, just loving some of my really stupid ideas and, you know, I guess supporting those ideas. So cheers to, cheers to Telf and also cheers to Broads. But to celebrate Broads becoming editor, only because this is probably going to be the last time I can ever roll it out legitimately. I want to actually do the intro for this month's Bible studies using the Street Machine Commodore's intro music, you know, with the manging V6 that we did for him. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, let's enjoy it. It'll probably be the last time we get to do it, so let's make sure we uh, really just enjoy this Lieutenant Mang, okay? Oh, fuck, man. That thing sounds like it's getting tapped harder than Janny Gump. <laughs> oh, there's nothing worse than, like, the squeal of a tie when someone's doing a burnout. You just feel like saying, look, put more accelerator into it. Just, you gotta, you got to burn through that. It's like blackboard. You know, fingernails down the blackboard back in the 80s. But anyway. Oh, man. Fingernails down the blackboard. Um, Jared, g'day, Chandler, the guy I work with. The other night, man, it was 3 a.m. in the morning. He'd asked me a question about cars. And I could mm. just tell. I said to him, does my voice sound like nails on a blackboard? He's like, yeah, but I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's funny because, of course, like people in their 20s or whatever now, they've grown up with whiteboards, so they have no fucking idea about fingernails down a blackboard or even a blackboard or even chalk or anything like that. And one of the guys at work who's in his early 20s, I was sort of trying to explain it to him what the sound was like, what the feeling was like. Because we're talking about like when brake pads go metal to metal. I said, it's almost like running your fingernails down a blackboard through the feel through your foot. You know, like if brake pads are metal to metal, you'll feel it through your foot. It's like the, that sort of feeling. And he's looking at me like just dumbfounded. And I then had to go and explain it. <laughs> 
I said to him, just imagine that coffee cup you got there. Turn that upside down. You know how, like, coffee cups, not pottery, but whatever the fuck they're made from. Ceramic? The bottom, yeah, ceramic. The ring where they sit on the, like, on the table is always rough. I said, get that coffee cup, get that rough, and said, rub it along your teeth, and that'll give you the same, <laughs> give you the same experience. <laughs> and he fucking did. He fucking got the coffee cup. And I, I was like, oh, no, no, don't do oh, Jesus, you'll fucking break your teeth. But it was that same mm. gr- just disgusting grinding sound slash feeling. So, yeah, what, what, made one, me laugh. One thing, did you say whiteboard? Oh, I'm almost scared to say yes. You fucking yes. monster. You fucking Nazi. We've got millennials out there crying right now. You fucking monster. <laughs> it's, a nondescript, it's a nondescript colour board. For fuck's oh, sake. How many, how many people do you want to hurt, Simon? You're a fucking monster. I didn't try and put an like, agenda or anything else. I didn't try and attach a gender to the, to the whiteboard. So, you know, cut me some slack. You might be pansexual. Maybe. Could be. Hey, do you want to do Street Machine July 2020 Bible studies? Fuck, I do. You know what? I will do July when the issue comes out, but today I'm really happy to do the May 2020 Bible studies. Fuck! You know why that is? I've got no light on in my bedroom and I'm fucking, I'm so fucking blind, man. It is too. Fuck, I'm embarrassed. Anyway, let's roll. That's okay. That's okay. Look, so sticking to the May slash July 2020 Bible studies, you've got to leave that in, by the way. Um, That's what all the girls say. (laughs) Oh. Oh, God, we crack ourselves up. It's fucking great. <laughs> All right. What can you tell me about the cover of the Street Machine magazine, May, July 2020, Red? The cover is fucking perfect, mate. Because you see how much red and white they've used? Yeah. So, so yeah. the bottom, Stand it's out. St. George. You know St. George slew the dragon and you've got the red and white, oh, man? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Just uh, like uh, the bank. Yeah. Exactly. Society. It really mm. is, man. It's like a fucking flat top with a chin strap combo. It's perfect. It's unreal. But it, it, the, the funny thing about St. George and the Dragon, every time I read any of the Arthurian classics, they always give him a charger. So he's always mounted. St. George is always mounted on a valiant charger. This is way yeah. before cars even existed. So that's where that whole valiant charger thing comes from, from the Arthurian legends, eh? Yeah, yeah. That's very cool, actually. But very yeah, cool. The red car into the sunset, man, it's like, a, it's like Excalibur. Into the fucking sunlight. It's cool, man. It's a really good cover. What do you reckon of the cover? Well, look, the first thing I wanted to mention was how excited I was, and mainly because of the subject matter, to see the cum splodge was back. <laughs> see the where it actually says it's back. It's not saying that the XB is back. It's saying that the cum splodge is back. It's back. Yes, the cum splodge is back. It just happens to be the same colour as the George Anthony version of that XB sedan. So... Look, I actually did the story in that XB. I didn't realise it was going to be the cover car, which is kind of cool. But I really think that if I actually do, a, you know, put this appropriately to that cum splodge, I like to say that it is highly appropriate that they use a cum splodge when they're talking about the George Anthony XB slash Sam Gouchy XB because it's a fucking great car. Absolutely. And that is Australian street machining history right there. The also thing I, I didn't think I'd ever actually read this in street machine, let alone on the cover is world's best Corona <laughs> up the top right. But it is. Have you seen that thing? It's fucking sexy, man. It is. It is. And, you know, I guess quickly, I was probably going to talk about this a bit more during the, the Bible states, but I might as well knock it over now. Look, Sam Gautzi, he's done an awesome job with this car. You might remember he built a silver XY ute with a, I think it was a 420, 
Oh, Twin Predators on yes, a big block board. Really? Like a yes, I know the card. 428 or something like a that. Sil- Silver Fox? Yes. yes. Yeah, I was trying to remember what the, the plates were. Uh, anyway, it's probably in the story. I've just fucking forgotten because that's what happens now. We're getting old. But, look, he did a, a fantastic job of that ute, and he's also done a great job rebuilding this XB. And it's, you know, look, it's one of those things where it's it cops a bit of a, you know, some people say, oh, mate, you know, you should have done it yellow with the graphics and made it true to its original build. But then he's thought, well, hey, I need to strip it of bare metal. I might as well paint it a colour I want. And I guess this is the thing. Like, I personally, I loved it in its yellow guys. But for Sam, he was dead set on making sure this car was engineered and registered so he could drive it and enjoy it. And from all accounts from people who live down that way, they say they regularly see it out and about. So good on you, Sam. But this is the thing. There's no way in the world, according to Garp, that you could actually engineer and register that version in yellow. Like with the injection trumpets and the like 15 by 15, I think they were <laughs> auto drags, whether he, whereas he had to run 15 and 12s to get it um, engineered like in the red in the red version but that's the thing like say if you left the injection off and had say some sort of bonnet scoop or something like that then people would pick it for being yellow but not having the actual injection trumpets as well you know what i mean so i think you wouldn't you couldn't win either way and i'm not knocking the car and i'm not knocking people who wish it was yellow or i'm not knocking people who like it red or whatever I just think i'm just fucking happy that this car still survives and it has such a legacy that people enjoy regardless of the guys you you like it i mean I'll, I'll dig up some photos when it was plain yellow when it was owned by mark parsons and it fucking looks super tough just like that like it's it's just tough all round. i don't know how else to describe it that i've got some comments around value so this car was yellow when it was originally built he probably spent 30 or 50k on it which is a lot of money man you could have bought a house in western suburbs back then for the same amount Oh, so, fuck yeah. yeah. So, so what I always wonder about is when you spend all this money on a car, where is the value? So this guy's obviously got this car, but the, uh, all the money that's been spent on it previously probably still comes back and is still of a value to this guy. So the body was probably – I read in there that he said, oh, the paint was a bit shitty, but the body was probably Mickey Mouse. So the tubs were probably well done. The front end was probably well done. So that, the, the 30 or 50K that this lad spent on it back in the day – the new owner's yeah. got it. He still gets value for money out of that. You know what I mean? It's still a good car. It's still actually a really good car. Well, they always say that the best thing you can do is buy someone else's unfinished project, as in if you're trying to save money. Oh, that's you know. I've always I've always bought unfinished projects. How fat is that rear wheel on the cover shot, man? That is like fuck that sex on wheels. See the rear wheel? Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck man, it's that humongous. is humongous. Oh, I know. It's a perfect shot. They deliberately put that on there to go Redman. Want a stiffy pants? I'm like, mm, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, it's super cool that this car's back, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Sam's a top bloke too, a really nice guy, so uh, I'm glad that this is back out there teaching a new generation of our street machine history, but also, you know, letting us older people revisit great memories, so good stuff. Absolutely. Um, what do you got for Rig of the Month there, Skipper? Well, look. I'm going to be brutally honest with you, mate. I struggled with Rig of the Month this week. Like, normally I have, you know, an issue and there's a car that just does it for me on all levels. But I found this particular issue, I just didn't know which way to go. You know, there's a lot of great cars in there, but I had to really pick something. You know, it always comes back to that old adage of what car would I want the most in my garage, like for me to choose Rig of the Month. And that's a good way to do it. That is an absolutely perfect way to do it. What car do you want? Because yeah, it's, it's so personal. 
It is, and they had it had to tick as many boxes as possible. And for this one, mate, I'm going out on a bit of a limb. I actually um, chose Kieran Robertson's 1973 Toyota Corona, the the silver one. It's just a fucking wow package for me. I mean, it's a it's a model of car that not only do you just never see anymore, but I don't think really it's probably ever been built to this level or even done. I don't think I've ever even seen one with a set of mags, like even back in the day when they were commonly around. But look, it's got a Turbo 1J. The interior dash in this car really cool. I, I, I love his reference to saying he kept a couple of the Corona badges on it just so people will know what it is. And another really interesting thing I found that in this story, in the, in, if you look in the actual breakout, the points made that with, say, Toyota Coronas, like this particular model, it actually says the fact that there is no compelling reason to keep them alive. Like in reference to Toyota, these, this particular model of Toyota Coronas, and why you just never see them anymore. I mean, you think about something like a shovel-nosed Corona, you know, the model that was before this. They're not super common, but they're common enough because people still think they're a cool car, which I do. I love shovel-nosed Coronas. And there's something about them. They just have a, a lot more of a cult following than, say, the later model Coronas do, which I think is really interesting. And you compare it to, say, something like a Datsun 120Y, for years, the 120Y was a bit of a joke car, but they're also, again, like a kind of like a cult classic to the point where you're seeing Datsun 120Ys getting built up pretty tough these days. I mean, you think of like hashtag Stuart Marshall. He's got that red, oh, it's called like a two-door sedan. I was talking to him about it earlier today. It's a red Datsun 120Y that he's built up. It's actually really tough. Like it looks really tough. I'll put some photos on our Instagram at the Thong Slappers. It has a Z18 turbo Nissan engine, which he tells me is the same as what George Fury ran in their Bathurst Bluebird. So turbo Z18. So I imagine that's 1.8 litre. And it's actually one of only 400 two-door sedans that came to Australia. So whereas things like Datsun, 12, uh, Datsun 120Ys, Datsun 1200s, you had these particular models amongst that whole generation of Japanese cars that are popular because they had that cult status. Whereas seeing someone do something like this Corona, which for all intents and purposes are a completely forgotten car, is actually kind of really cool. It's nice to see it come back. And whether it inspires people to do more like this, I guess time will tell. Yeah, I think, I think it ties in with some of the comments that you made earlier in a, about 10 podcasts ago about doing a Centura or a Cortina. Man, yeah. King, Kingswood, Falcons, Monaros, they're so expensive, man. You've got to spend 30 or 50K to start with on a body. That's to start yeah. with. And then you've got to do all the work to it. So if you can get into something like this thing, what's a Corona worth, man? Seriously, 5, 10K? Oh, probably five grand for yeah. a good one, if you can find one. Yeah. So, so get a yep. Galant, get a Corona, get a Centura, get something that's a little – but look at – man, have a look at the photo on page 81 of that engine bay. Fuck, man. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I reckon, and the interior. How fucking cool is that? I reckon Rex Webster would love that photo on page 81 because I do, and Rex is the man. Yeah, the, yep, no, the, the, the engine bay builder from way back, the, the very first man. Well, that's exactly right. What did you have for rig of the month, mate? Oh, hey, Simon, can you go to page 58, man? Check out this, a red HQ ute. This thing's a cover car all day long, man. Have a fucking look at it. War machine? Yes, so, very tough. Yep, so mm. you see on page 58, it's got three stripes. Yep. So does Benny, the sergeant of arms and bars, the, ah. uh, the rock and roll mechanic. Fucking, he's a sergeant, so... To Benny, this is a tribute to you, buddy. How nice is that ute, man? It's absolutely crazy. Oh, I love the colour. It really suits it, hey? Have a look at the photo on page 61, man, the double spread. No mirror, no any, just the perfect red HQ ute down there. Man, that's a hot photo and that's a hot car right there, eh? 
Oh, agreed. 1,000%. Have a look I actually at- really like the sort of the – sorry, just on the rear, like the rear wheels, the tyre to rim ratio is pretty good too. Like it's not a super-duper tall tyre. Like it's still a reasonably – it just makes it look super fat. That's all. Well, yeah. What have we got Encyclopedia Disturbia? What have we got for red HQs? We've got HQ for you. We've got Terminator. We've got Grunter. What else? You know, we've got all these red HQs that are part of our history. I think this thing is also one of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it join them, them people. Eh? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, ha- it's, it's very tough. Have a look at the page sixty-two fat of the interior with the GDS wheel and the gauges and the seats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. How much fun would you have sitting there? Seriously, swapping. Opposite lock, pulling gears, holding open. How much fun would you have in that seat? Seriously, tell me. Shit loads. Um, something you said a few pod, oh, a lot of podcasts ago was about Ron Barclay's HQ. You remember Ron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're taking the most industrial and the most basic car that you could, it's a commercial. So it's like taking an Isuzu. It's like taking a Hino. It's like taking the most basic thing, but bringing it back to streetcar. So to do that to a HQ Ute, it's not an A9X, it's not an XY Falcon, it's a fucking HQ Ute. So to me and you, these things we dirt bike haulers, they were hay carriers, hay haulers. Really, man, they weren't that important when you and I were growing up. But now look at this thing in fucking red, man. It's sexy as fuck. It is. And especially, too, the way the undercarriage is done. And if you don't mind me just adding a couple little bits in, because there were a couple of special mentions for me, just while we're kind of down here. Page 62, the undercarriage shot. How fucking cool is that exhaust system? Has this got, like, the four exhausts just in dumping before the diff? It's pretty sexy, eh? Fucking oath. It's like downpipe from your house, which Sonny <laughs> hasn't chewed. And if you look at page 63, bottom right, one of the things I fucking love about this car, and again, it's like an iconic thing which will help make it identified for a long time to come. How fucking cool is that rear bumper? See how he's made a full rear bumper, but he's used, instead of doing the old thing where people would get like a station wagon rear bar and modify it to fit onto a ute, he's actually used the two bumperettes that you normally get on a ute or a panel van, which step in to clear the tailgate. And he's extended it. He's actually made a filler piece between the two bumperettes. How fucking cool is that? That is pretty fucking cool. Um, I'd like to say to Nigel War, who was the owner, welcome aboard to HQ for you. Welcome aboard to Terminator. Welcome aboard to uh, Grunter. You now have a red HQ that we're going to – this is coming with us. Thong slappers, this is coming with us, man. Seriously, we've got to take this car with us, Simon. For sure. Hey, just one quick question. Does it matter that the colour is shields orange? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the power vested in fiction, it's always red. got that to stand behind. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What did you have for post, Joel, mate? The girl on page six. Sorry, is this penthouse or are we still doing Street Machine? <laughs> Street Machine, May, July 2020. Ah, oh, fuck, right. I'll have to go back to the post child. The Red XB, man. Have a look at that thing. Yep. Now, red is the perfect colour for a poster. So when you put it up on your wall in your shed, your wank palace, your fucking workshop, a red car is always going to be the most perfect poster. When people come in, it's like a DFPB. The first thing that people are going to look at is the red car. It's like chubby. Uh, You know, it's like, well, apparently fucking orange HQ. Yeah, but it's (laughs) (laughs) it's the first thing that you look at, man, is a red car. And I love red cars. I just think, too, besides that, which is a really spot-on thing, and how cool is the bonnet on this XB, by the way, the fact he's raised the back of it by keeping the same Falcon profile, I think it's very cool. 
it's a great angle for the actual poster. Like it's actually a really good angle. I think um I think Limpy did these picks. Actually, he, he did. Yeah, that's yeah. Why, that's why it's not taken to the left because he couldn't get around the left side. The poor old fellow was limp, and he's like, "Fuck this, <laughs> my leg hurts." But Bubba, my fucking leg hurts. I can see him ringing shine solicitors and going, "Oh." Bubba hurt my leg, and Bubba's like, fuck you, buddy. That's not proven. <laughs> but that's a hot – there's the center lines and the red car, man. That is a sexy poster. If, if this was 1984, that's a sexy poster. And I want people to – I really hope – we always talk about Street Machine being a legacy magazine. I really hope that people know George Anthony's story as well, man, because that thing was a fucking hot car as long as – Delvin Delaney's been as hot as, as long as that car is, eh? Oh, agreed. Yeah, it's definitely an icon of the Australian street machine scene, as I keep bleating on about. But it's fucking true. That's why I keep saying it. Flipping over the poster, that's a tough Monaro. Oh, sorry, HSV GTO, because they're not called a Monaro, apparently. But I just can't warm to this whole gloss grey thing, you know, like the primer with a coat of clear, back to our Gus Kia Stinger days. I just... I can't warn to it. I don't know how long it's going to be a fashion that it'll be around for, but anyway, so my, be it. My friend Dion, who's now passed away, he's got that Porsche. Man, he got that thing immaculate. He he paid a lot. He, I think he paid like 30K to get the body all shaped up. And the painter told him, man, do you really want to do it, Matt Gray? He's like, I want it, Matt Gray. And so yeah. <laughs> the painter took him out for breakfast, goes, buddy, can I do it red, please? Can I do this Porsche red? And he's like, no, man. I want this thing grey. So he stuck to his guns and he done a grain that looked pretty good. But yeah, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, it would have been yeah. really hot fucking and rest in peace, Dion, man, I miss your brother. Action Jackson's red. What have you got for Action Jackson's of this issue? Okay, Action Jackson, number one, brother. The cover. Seriously. Yeah. It's, works it works for me. Uh, it's like St. George, like I say, it's St. George charging on his, his charger. It's a great action, Jackson. This magazine, I don't give a fuck, man. If, if, you, if you're into bushwalking or if you're into boating, you walk in, you see this magazine with this thing on the cover, you buy it, man, because it's fucking sexy. Oh, it definitely harks back to new and old school with the Monaro as well. So very cool. I dig okay. it. So. so my other action, Jackson, page yep. five. I tell you what, I hope, hope when the mudgy love muscle, Andrew Broadley, takes over as editor, no offence, Tom, I hope he puts fucking page numbers back on this. I... I find that the the further the issues go along, I can't even see a page number. Hang on, page I'm five. looking. What What's page that? five? Is that the is that the yes. editorial? No, no, no. Yes. It's the contents page. I think. Okay. Uh, uh, let me let me do the numbering. Fuck! I agree with you. Fuck you, broads. No, put seriously, a, put a number on every page, or you're getting no fucking, fucking numbers. You know Six. what? I reckon that's Telfo and Broads just fucking with us. They're going to go, we're going to fuck Simon Redman right up. Do you think it's because I sent him so many nudes? <laughs> probably, probably. I, but the it, problem was you were sending him nudes. You were, it was like 3D. You were standing right near him. I know. So what's going to happen. Uh, uh, so yeah, okay. Sorry. It's the – It's the. I'm just going to it now. It's the contents page. Yep. Right. I'm here. So have, a look, Jackson. have a look where it says number 48, the Tirana with the flames oh, under it. Man, yeah. that looks like a curry fart that I done the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that that guy's got that same feeling in his pants. He's like, fuck, was that a backfire yep. or did I just smash my transmission, my $8,000 transmission all over the fucking road? That's the same feeling I get when I go, that was either a really good fart or a pretty bad shit. <laughs> Bit of mud, honey. That's it. And did your feet come off the ground like this Tyrannus front wheels? It has. Have a look at page 19, Skip. All the money they're saving on not numbering these fucking pages. Hang on. I, I seriously, I have page 19 as well, but I can't. Oh, yeah, I'm here. It's the Your Stuff page. Yep. Yeah. See John Taylor up there. How are them pants, man? Seriously, how the fuck are them pants he's wearing in that second photo? 
Oh, oh his brother on the left. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah, never hate cool, it. Eh? When I was in Singapore, man, I bought a set of pants that looked fairly similar to that, and they called my karate pants. So I was drunk when I bought them, and I loved them, man. I wore them all night. I have never wore the fucking thing since. <laughs> oh, you know what needs to come out for a fucking encore performance, speaking of Singapore, is your dragon shirt. I know. I need to get it out. I definitely need to get that thing in. But it gets me in fucking trouble, man. I've got enough fucking solicitor bills as it is. You need to wear that at Summonats 34. Just want- People will just recognize you straight away from the actual... From that shirt. I want to go to Summonats 34, man. It was so much fun. 33 hours, like, fuck. If, but 34, it's like Bathurst. I went to Bathurst in 2017 and hold them on. We weren't meant to. We, so I'm like, if I go to Summonats 34, will it be as good as 33? I want to go to the Denny Ute Muster Man or Tamworth. One of them things where it's really out of control there. Yeah, yeah. That's probably got you written all over it. Have a look at page 53, Cobber. Page 53. Hey, just by the way, sorry, while we're on page 19, that same photo was actually an action jacket of me. Just that Capri, like, fucking, it's got rake for days. I just want to add that in just while we were there. So now I'm going to page 53. That is a I'm here, mate. I'm here. I'm here. I'm really here. Do it. I'm here. Kill me now. (laughs) Have you seen um, The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? No, no. Oh, what? Are you serious? Fucking monster. I know. It's just like when I say to you, have you seen Midnight Spares or have you seen The Big Steel and you say no and I, I deserve it. Just give it back to me, okay? Give it back to me, the, well, the, your distaste. The blonde actress says to Mickey Rourke, right in the end, he's about to die. He's about to go wrestling. They've got Guns and Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. And she goes, I'm here. I'm really here. So every time I say it, I think of that movie. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyway, have a look at that blue XW sedan, man. Fuck. Seriously, is that yeah. not the greatest photo? A- Any time that could be a cover shot, that could be a poster shot. Man, that is a really sexy photo of a really fucking sexy car. I like the reverse cowl. I like their personalised plates. Oh, man, that's a sexy car. Right? And you know what? That's Action Jackson. Any day of the fucking week, brother. Definitely. I love how the stripes got up over the reverse cowl as well. I think it's a nice touch. Yeah, so. page 97, please. Unless Broads hasn't got enough money to fucking pay for page 97. Aussie Desert Cooler? Yeah, have a look at the Monaro or the CVA, whatever it is. How big is that guy? Look at his arm. He's got one arm out window. How fucking big is he? <laughs> <laughs> he must be wearing hypercolour because the sleeves are different colours. Oh, man, I think that must be like fucking Chris Christo right there. He, they took his sunroof off him. Chris Christo's <laughs> son, best burnout ever. Okay, one last one, mate. Um, can you go yep. to uh, page 121? Page Mazda 121. <laughs> Maserati. Mazda Bay. How do you catch a Mazda? You Mazda Bay. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Have yep. a look at that HG Ute man. How fucking sexy is that photo? Oh, crossed up, smoking the tires. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? Really? It's got the cage. It's got the helmet. It's. it's I really like that photo, man. What have you got for um, Action Jackson Skipper? Mate, page 19, of course, we just talked about was the Winston Capri. But if you want to then go to page 48, please, mate. Yep. <laughs> Rob Godfrey's Toy 2. Oh fucking just... Fuck. Mate, i tell you what. Like, if you read through this story of Australian drag racing, like um, New World Order is called, page 48 slash 49, Rob Godfrey and his LX Drana doing that huge wheel stand, he looks like he had one hell of a motherfucker of a weekend. But then go to page 56, and here's his car again, having, like, the world's hugest engine blow up. Yep. See at the top left. Yep. So Rob Godfrey, of course, uh, he won. I think he won Smotty, didn't he, with his toy ton? 
Yes. Remember his yep. Montana, Orange Tana. Yeah, so this is his, his, Tana. his drag car. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my first or my second action, Jackson. And uh, while you're cruising along, you actually have to go back from 56 to 51, right? You fucking animal. And if you look up the top right of that page, Simon Krieger in his innocent Tirana flaming on. Yes. Sedan. That's a fucking cool shot too. So, yeah, I pretty much only had those few for Action Jackson. But if you could please go back to page uh, five for special mentions, that's actually what we're doing. No, you can't do this because I picked page five for my special mention as well. <laughs> Look, here we've got Broads. He's obviously taking the pulley off an alternator off his Tirana at Motor X when they put the supercharger on there. Have a look at Bubba over his left shoulder. <laughs> you just know, you just fucking, you can hear that photo. You just know that Bubba is saying something either completely inappropriate or appropriate that's unwanted either way. And um, you know what yeah, Bubba's saying? Laugh that photo. What's he saying? Want to get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> so Bubba and I were meant to have a race at Summonats. So we just, we ran out of timing. The timing, we were going to have a race down the log jammer. You know the water slide there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got to say something about the log jammer afterwards. But, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Like, I got you, Bubba. And he goes, man, I'm really busy. Let's do it. And he's like, I got you. But Bubba's definitely saying there, you want to get drunk. But, you know, Broad's, you know, actually, Broad's never touched a tool the entire time of that whole Tarana supercharge thing. They just brought him on there. They took a photo for the fucking, and he's like, get me away from these tools. I want Fuck you, people! Your animals. <laughs> the only time, oh, bro- the only right. time, bro- yeah, I know. The only time he touched the tool was for this photo. The rest of the time, he was just up in the chalet, just drinking uh, red wine, and you know, with his strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Half his luck. That's all I'm going to say. He's probably going to kill me one day, isn't he? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> all right. Next special mention for me, page eleven, please. Gosh. Yep, got it. It's even numbered. Oh, it is. Fuck. Top right. Thanks, Jack. Yep. Jack Houlihan. Mate, he's a fucking moot. He's a fucking top bloke. And I, I was kind of, you know, a bit gutted to read this, like with a COVID cost cutting. I know that Jack, he fucking loves cars. He's a fantastic rider. He's a real asset to the Street Machine crew. So I just want to put, a, I guess, a bit of a shout out to Jack. And I hope he can get back on board with uh, Street Machine once all this shit settles down. And um, I kind of just felt bad for him because, you know, he's been studying towards doing this for a long time gets this fucking dream job, and then because circumstances out of everyone's control, he's kind of put on the back burner. So hopefully, Jack, we're fucking rooting for you, mate, and we're hoping that you get your job back as well. So <laughs> the, the, mate, thing, the thing with Jack is, up. the thing with Jack is, so when we, uh, Matty Waters and I and Red Dirt Pirate obviously went to the passing out parade at Pukapunya. We went to the passing out party at Street Machine. He give Matty Waters that bonnet scoop. That's where that bonnet scoop comes from. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so yeah, I, nice. I told him, you know what? At the thong slappers, we don't follow trends. We set them. So fuck all this mullet. I hate mullets. I hate long hair. Fuck that on men. I hate mullets. So I told him, we're going to have a flat top contest. And he goes, man, I'm down with it. So he's been growing this flat top since the summer nat 33. So I really hope that when it comes around to having our, our flat top contest, Jack, I hope you really put in a, an entry, man, because really, you're a good man. And I love the way they call him the Swiss Army bloke. I think that's very cool too. So, yeah. Next up for me was, of course, Nigel Wars HQ Ute that we spoke about. How I, I love how he's made that rear bumper using the bumperettes. I think it's a very neat touch. I've only ever seen something similar to that was um, Neil and Sharon Marshall. They've got a yellow HZ panel van called Angry Bird, and they've actually extended the bumperettes into the number plate. So you look at the back of the car, you've got the bumperettes, chrome, you've got the little rubber bung thing on it, but the actual uh, bumper head extends towards the number plate, which I thought was neat, but I really dig that. 
And lastly, for my special mentions, was actually page 73, please. Yep. Yeah, the engine bay of Todd Sorensen's uh, Impala. I think it's a really great use of satin black for an engine bay. Normally, like, say, with Holdens, you know, they're always that, uh, what do they call it, chassis black or satin black, whatever the fuck they call it. And it's something I've been really umming and ahhing about with doing Lucy's EH, honey, about what colour to do the engine bay. Look, I'm saying body colour. She wants it kind of the original, when I say original, not factory, but it's been painted brown at some stage. But, oh, I'm not good with brown. But we were trying to maybe compromise on doing it black. And I actually think that this bay, okay, the engine bay is finished five billion times better than the EH will be, but the satin black, it actually works with this car. And I really dig that green colour of the engine and how it kind of links back to the interior trim as well. But it's funny, if you remember in episode 42 when I was having a chat to Boris Kappa, we were talking about, and he made a very good point, and I tend to agree with him, the whole thing with building model model car engines and you put the heads on and you paint all one colour, I'm kind of the same. I'm not really sure about alloy heads, about leaving them raw or like whatever. Maybe I personally too would paint them engine colour, like make it all the same. But in saying that, I've never had a car with alloy heads. I've never had anything to do with them whatsoever. I don't know if painting them makes them harder to dissipate heat or who fucking knows. Yeah, I just dig that engine, but I think it's really nicely done. Of course, it won Grand Champion, so it couldn't be that fucking bad, that's for sure. But I really think it's it's a nice mix of detailing with the colour choices and, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. That was me for special mentions, mate. What have you got? Just with your Impala and your engine bay, you're dead right. How hard is it to go up against these fucking 900 cubic inch Sunny Lennon's motors with two blowers and six turbos and everything with just a normal engine? How hard would it be to go up against them? And have a look at that, man. It's just a not For all intents and purposes, it's just a normal engine, eh? No blower, no Fuck supercharger, yeah. no turbos, no Siamese intakes, no fucking... So it must be really hard for these guys to go up against... You know, some of the guys got the Sunny Land engines. G'day, Bob. Love you. Again, against some of these guys that have got all the the power adders, eh? And so, you know what? He's just saying it out loud. He's going, you know what? We'll just do this normal, but we'll do it to the best we can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, look, it obviously has enough grunt to do a skid because he did a, a skid on the burnout pad after he got presented the Grand Champion Sword. So it's obviously got enough stick to push that big, heavy yeah. motherfucker along. That's for sure. Hey, the only problem is right now, I've got to go take a piss. Okay. Give me 30 seconds. You ready? Off I go. All right. Oh, man, that's the first piss I've done since I left high school. Fuck, it felt like it anyway. Hey, um, hang on. Just let me, I was going to re- readjust my headphones. Right How do you know my name's phones? <laughs> So, Redmond, what did you have for special mentions this issue, mate? Special mentions, righto. Go to page 11, please. I've got to fucking find it again, don't I? Because this stupid no fucking page number 16, <laughs> we're 14, cruci- 12. We're, cruci- we're crucifying oh, no. for that, eh? It's got a number. Yep, sorry, mate. You go. See up the top, the guy's got a shadow board behind him. Mm. My brother Rob and Nigel, their shed is so immaculate. So they've got the, the shadow boards. So I always go and swap the 716 for the 11 mil. I go and swap the 10 mil for the 38. Oh, um, fucking clap, clap. I know. But whenever I see a shadow board, I'm like, how can I fuck with this? <laughs> Paint it a solid colour. I know. Do it. Go to page 15, please. Oh, the XP, the it, silver one. It's an ad man, but how fucking sexy is that thing? Yeah, I think this was featured recently from oh. Bad Memory, I'm pretty sure. 
Have a look Definitely. at the rear cover as well. So can you go to the rear cover? Oh, yep. So these guys, I, I don't give a fuck what I, I advertise nothing, but these guys have obviously um, changed their ad up a lot lately. Have a look at what you can get for yeah. five grand, man. So just say five grand. Say your budget's five grand. Have a look at what you can fucking get. For five grand, compare this thing to something you can get for five grand. You can get a Hayabusa. You can get an SS. You can get a 450F. You can get a fucking jet ski or a good LS1 or a decent weekend at the brothel. <laughs> but for... for <laughs> But for five grand, man, can't get a lot these days. Look, that's exactly right. And you think about how much it would cost you to, say, rebuild a 350 Chev. Just even a basic, basic, basic rebuild. It's still fucking expensive nowadays. I don't know how we used to do it back in the apprentice days and shit like that, how we used to be able to afford it. But now it's fucking expensive to get that sort of work done. So you'd really have to balance up value for money. Like if you were looking for, say, something that top left, that remanufactured Chev 350 Vortec package motor, Right. If you're looking for something comparative to that, you're probably gonna it's probably gonna cost you more than that to start with. If exactly. You go out and buy an engine and then get all the machine work done and get it assembled and blah blah blah. You know, even if you assemble it yourself, it's still gonna cost you money for all the bits and pieces. Like you have to weigh it up and look, oh, I'm sure the quality is pretty good. You hear ups and downs with uh, crate engines and stuff but fuck man eagle have been around forever so i've never heard anything bad about their products that's for sure it's amazing when you go down the uh down the path of an engine so okay so five grand like say four four nine fifty for that engine up there it's amazing how much money you can dump on a street car you've still got starter motor radiator you know your transmission exactly diff. exactly yep. uh your hoses it just man anybody who's ever built a car gets fuck so i paid Ten grand for the engine, but it costs another fucking ten k to get the thing in. It's expensive, man, but also it's never been better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. LS's, but Barras, they can suck a dick. But LS's, it's <laughs> it's never been. G'day, three fifty Manara, how you doing? But it's never been better, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. All we need to do is get this COVID shit over and done with, so we can actually go out and drive the things again. Yeah. That'll be even better. What else you got for special uh, mentions? Special mentions. Except for my cock, that's the only special mentions I've got. But I'd like to, I'd like to do a massive <laughs> shout-out to my dick. Thank you for this weekend. You've done well. <laughs> You're a fucking champion. <laughs> oh, it was telling me it wants to go to long service leave. What the fuck's it going with that? Short service leave. <laughs> I'll send you a photo. <laughs> All righty, tough shots. Uh, that's probably next on our agenda. With mine, mate, if you can go to page 36, please. Got it. Yep. Okay, if you look at the photo of the XB in yellow, just just have a look at that photo. It speaks for itself. Just fucking tough all over, isn't it? It's the tough stance and of that sexy, position. Yeah. It is. You can see the depth of the wheels. You can see the injection hanging out the bonnet. You can see the uh, custom paint and graphic on the car. And it's interesting. I've only just noticed actually for the first time now that it had yellow wipers. I didn't even realise that until now, but that's still cool. And, um, yeah, Paul Bennett, of course, uh, we're very well-known Australian painter and panel be to build some awesome cars. This must be one of his first big high-profile jobs as far as paint and graphics goes. So I had that. It's and definitely sexy. Have a look at page 37. That's an important part of Street Machine. Have a look at page 37. So you've got yeah. that you've got that rear shot, but look down below. You've got Owen Webb's XY. You've got that uh, George's XB. That's an important kids. That's an important part of Street Machine, and we're glad that we could help you with it. It's even got my scan of Performance Streetcar magazine from April May nineteen eighty eight with a faded orange on the header. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you with your orange. <laughs> my, no, it is. It's faded. I don't know what the fuck happened to it, but it's my, faded. It's my, really bright. My pubes are orange, not red. 
Oh, pubes for you. Eight pubes for you. Now, if you can go, please, to page 99. <laughs> Not after that, I can't. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Australia's shittest podcast. Right on page 99. Yeah, it's the page Eight. over from where the poster's, poster is. Agent 99. Oh, Max. <laughs> You're so big. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> watching. Yes. Top of the page, the Chickadee Grice Bailey. Sorry, Bailey Grice yep. BK Commodore. I just chose that because that just brings up so many fond memories as a kid. I fucking love that car. And what a what a pair of great races. I don't really have much more to say about that. It fucking speaks to itself, that car. Well, my, it tells a thousand words, mate. It's a my, fucking great car. Robin bought my brothers. They're builders of 308s. They love 308s, man. They talk about the Chickadee Commodore. Apparently, there's stuff on YouTube. They, oh, okay. love, they love this thing, man. It's like 400 horsepower 308 before, cast, uh, before alloy heads. So before all of this stuff, man, that's a that's a good car. It's a fucking great car, yeah. And um, lastly, for my tough shots, I had page one twenty. It's in like the on any Sunday section. Yep. Middle of the page, Adam Harris's rear three quarter shot of the SS hatchback, oh, the turquoise yeah. coloured one. How yep. fucking big are those wheels and tires on the back? I just you know I love a flare filler, and that's just fucking tough. That's a so, fucking sexy, you know. Anytime you see an SLR and an 8 X, that's the photo that you want. You want the photo, the rear photo. Anytime you're at a car show, that's the yep. photo you want. The rear of it, eh? Oh, it's super tough. So that was me for tough shots, mate. What have you got on the agenda there? Okay, let's go to uh, page twenty, please. Oh no, I get it. It's ah, the, is yeah. it the one with the uh, Department of Youth? That page? yes, right. Yep. Have a look how good. See behind the street and put mag. They've started yeah. the Street Machine magazine. How fucking cool is that, eh? Check out the font. Yeah, it is cool. If, 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 fuck, he drew it nice and low too, didn't he? Yeah. So if these are the kids coming up behind us, fuck, man. Good on you. Awesome. I love it. You know I love it. So how yeah. about um, page 23? Have a look at what's in there. It's a Holden 6 with a chrome rocker cover, man. Fuck, yeah. It's got chrome side. Oh, wrong side to see the side plates. But, yeah, very cool. Have a look at that. Every Street Machine magazine should have a Holden Red with a chrome rocket cover. I'm done. It looks like how I used to paint engines as an apprentice. We used to do a few red motors and blue motors when I was an apprentice. And see the fact that the exhaust manifold, it's got a bit of token black just fucking splashed on there with no thought of masking or care taken with masking up any of the red. See that on number six? Yep, I can see it. Man, imagine, yeah, that's imagine, how I used to paint engines. <laughs> imagine that thing behind an M21. Seriously. And oh, listen, you can hear the gear change right now. Unless it? it gets jammed, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, unless it gets jammed because you're racing a fucking uh, Cortina, TC Cortina with a 200. Crosslow, yeah. or a Crosslow. Hey, go to um, page 28, please, Cover. Oh, yep. How dangerous is that photo? That guy's working on an engine but not dressed in high-vis. Oh, Oh, yeah. man, that is so fucking dangerous. I can't believe that that guy's still alive. Man, can we, seriously, can we just stop press? Can we go back, put some high-vis on him because he might fucking die. <laughs> Fuck, I hate high biz. <laughs> if you go back to page 27, actually, photo B, you've got Warwick, the guy the story's about with company staff Errol Kroll. At first, I thought that was Phil Zmud. You know, the stylist Phil Zmud from yep. GM? I used to think, Fuck that poor cat. You know what? When they were calling the roll at school, she could be an extra five minutes late because you'd always know for the term of your entire fucking life you were going to be the last person called on the roll, wouldn't you? I reckon that photo is the goodies. Tim Brooke Taylor passed away recently. Oh, oh yes. Sad news, yeah. But look at that haircut. Them two haircuts there are the goodies right there. 
Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, good on you, Phil's mood. Fuck you, Harry Zanzibar. I still get to come after you on the class roll, <laughs> so I get an extra fucking five seconds outside. Have a look at page 37. We touched on this. Uh... You're always touching on something. Oh, yeah, okay. 37, yep. You other brothers can't deny that when a girl walks by with an itty-bitty waist in your, and shoves a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Seriously, oh, yeah. that's that photo right there, man. That top. How? Fuck. Seriously. Yeah, that's massive meats, isn't it? Yeah. Massive. Go to uh, page 56. You'd need to put, like, Kenworth fucking mud flaps on that if you're so inclined, just to cover the tyres. That's right, needs Cummins mud flaps, you know, all the B&S Utes had them back in the day. Yeah, sorry, what was the next number? 56. 50 sucks. It's that Trani, you mentioned it before. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, having a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, imagine how much his credit card must have hurt when that thing done that. Oh, fuck. It, yeah, you just, yeah. It's an expensive sport, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Even yeah. for a novice, it's an expensive sport, let alone doing the fucking high end of the deal. That's that, for sure. That's expensive even looking at it. Oh. I don't even own that car and it hurts my credit card. <laughs> um, can you go to page page 69, dude? This is oh, my... I fucking forgot it again. I forgot all about 69, dude. How Honestly, how can you ever forget about a 69? Yeah, I know. It's scary. I guess I don't normally associate it with cars. If it was a panel then, it might be a different story. Maybe then, but yeah. You know, that time with the waitress in fucking Blue Crush, anyway. Whole other story. Have a look at uh, page 69. You know, I said last last podcast about the classic streetcar stands? That yep. doesn't even make sense. That's it right there. Yeah. And I might just add, just I might create a special mention, no fuel filler between the tire lights, just like on the Tiranas when I love when they do that. So, yeah, very cool. It's just pretty tough, that thing, yeah. I asked you the question once about how come some rims some rims look good in a certain photo? As you said, it's the perspective of the angle. So when it's a straight-on shot, it's hard to get the depth of the rims. But that, yes. that shot there, man, has the de- that is, fuck that car, sexy. Black Mustang, fuck, man. That thing is I haven't so seen sick. one of those blowers for so long, like an underbonnet blower. You know those B&M underbonnet blowers? Are they called I a, seen one of them forever. Are they called a high-energy low blower? Is that what they were called back in the day? I just remember, I think just low blow, maybe. I'm Mirror. not really sure. I'm just making this up, actually. Go so, to page 75, please, Skipper. 75. I've docked. Yep. <laughs> so it says there somewhere, um, green is nice. See there? Green is nice. Oh, yeah. Man, yep. seriously, that fucking movie... Honestly, it blows through a whole fucking industry, through a whole scene. So, uh, SR General Arms and Bars, uh, Benny Hewlett, obviously, is the uh, proprietor of the uh, Running on Empty Festival. Man, green is nice. That is that reference is never going to die in this in this industry, in this scene. I just like how that throws back to that right there. Yeah, no, I hear you, and I agree. Shoot to page 90, please. I've got a lot, man. Sorry, but... No, so. that's okay. I was a bit light on, so that's fine with me. So page ninety. <laughs> so page ninety, man. The purest old custom West End on the back, man. How is this thing's transport been? We're getting photos to our Instagram of this thing. The whole. I feel sorry for the guy that bought it, man. He's like, "Fuck me, the tunnel is going to be here in two days and like eight hundred bucks. It's fucking all over the show. It's in Beresfield. It's in New South Wales. Where the fuck's my car?" <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's on a journey of its lifetime. So my last one is. No, I've still got two left. Let me have a look. Page 113. 113. Yep. Oh, Reader's Rockets. That's what we have done, yeah. Oh, I wonder if I jumped the gun. Oh, sorry, it's 112. Oh, okay. yeah, no yeah. worries. Yeah. XC. Yep. yep. Have a look at 112, man. 
Really? A black coupe? How fucking sexy is that top photo? That could be a cover car right there, man. Fuck me. That's a powerful photo, eh? Isn't it funny and good how cool photos of pillarless cars are when they actually wind the side windows right down so you have that nice open window cavity? Man, that Always is, the way to take photos of hard tops. That is the fucking sexiest car. The last one I've got is page 111, so you got to go back one. Yep. Volkswagen bonnet. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Hey, while we're in this area, actually, what did you have for Reader's Rockets? Oh, sorry, assuming you've done with your tough shots. Yes, I'm done with my tough shots. What did you have for Reader's Rocket, mate? Page 110. Try and decide a car out of these four. Reader's Rockets, I'm very passionate about Reader's Rockets, and we're, we're doing something with our short story series. We're bringing some Reader's Rockets, some Reader's Rides on, some Moot Rockets, in fact. But, man, all, f- all four of them cars do it for me. Have a look at the Holden 6 with the Chrome Rocket cover of yep. Mick McDonald, the Volkswagen Bonnet of uh, Duncan's, and, of course, a friend of ours, Steve Mackay, Nade's uh, brother, obviously Nade Cheese, with a blown EH. Have a look at that E-horse, man. Seriously, fuck, get out of here. Is that not the fuck. sexiest car ever? Those BDS scoops are just the best oh, as well. Forget about it. Fucking oath. And the VA Cortina, which uh, Lee Reed, I'm very fucking passionate about VA Cortina. So I can't choose between them four cars. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to be a bit of a shit cat and go, fuck it. I want all four of them. I have all four of them. No, f- mate, that's fair enough. You can choose whichever you like. And if you win the lot, I'm sure you'll end up with all four anyway. For or, me. Or, or my exes will wear Rolexes. <laughs> for me, I nearly went the Volkswagen Beetle because I love those MP rims and I love the MP badge he's got on the left guard there, just in front of the left door hinge. Yep. But for me, again, it comes down to the what car would I want in my garage to drive around? And I chose page 110, Brad Donaldson's Ford Cortina. Yes. And very tough, 408 stroke Cleveland. It's got all the good gear, engine transmission diff. It's funny, too, I'm never normally a fan of world rod lights, those wheels. I just, I've never really liked them. But for some reason, on this car, I think it looks fucking, it looks a million bucks. And I love the fact he's kept the vinyl roof for that nice red paint. I think it looks very cool. So, yeah, that was my choice for Reader's Rockets. Good on you, Brad. Tough car. I like Brad's 408 in a 1,000 kilo car. That thing could fucking go like an unpaid solicitor, man. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. That pretty much wraps me up for Bible studies. Have you got anything else you wanted to add for the May, July 2020 edition there, Red? I'd just like to say hello to all our friends at Street Machine Magazine, to Broads, to uh, Ian Silent on Kelly, to Telfo, to all the people, plus to Barney, Tamey, everybody that, you know, I get this wrong every fucking, every single podcast that I don't thank enough people, Nades, um, Benny Hat. I don't thank enough people. So to all them people, I'm sorry, I'm just a fucking idiot. No, it's all good, mate. It's all good. They can just remember that you thank them. They'll know that that lasts from episode to episode. So, yeah. If they don't like it, tough shit. If they don't like it, fucking get in line. (laughs) (laughs) Go and speak to my fucking solicitor. That wanker's fucking... so he can charge me more fucking money. That's right. God. You know what? (laughs) I gave him cash. I was thinking, I wonder if I robbed this fuck in the car park. But look at him. He's not a bad-sized ladder. He's like six foot one. I'm thinking, he probably fucked me up. So he get my two grand (laughs) and roll me. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) It's a cross in every box when you're... It's a full-time job being Redman, I swear. Clap, clap. (laughs) Hey, next episode 44, we're actually doing a flashback to, oh, I don't have the magazine in front of me. Was it the June 2019 edition with the red LJ Tirana on the front? It sure is, my friend. You have got that correct. We have that. It's it's the last of our um, retro Bible study series where we catch up on a few lost 2019 issues. So we'll be doing that. 
And, um, yeah, and we're also going to do some domestic bliss as well. Uh, that'll be coming up probably after that, come to think of it. So I've got a bit to talk about from my end. So that'll be episode 45. It's all happening. Well, one yeah. thing about episode 45, that Tirana on the cover of Street Machine. Fuck, man, that's a sexy car. Seriously, fuck. Oh, yes. Tirana-rama, broads, all our Tirana people, man, they'll be loving that. But, yeah, as, as am I. So, yes, we will catch up with everyone for episode 44 of the Thong Slappers podcast out in a couple of weeks. Reben, have you got any domestic bliss and stuff you'll want to talk about in episode 45? I Anything sure, that you've got in the works, like I do? I sure have, mate. I built and sold myself a 250F recently. Um, oh, nice. So I've been doing the renovations at home, so they're complete. I've got the back balcony ready to receive this small block Chevy Hilux. Awesome work. No, that sounds awesome. And I've got plenty going on with Valiant Hardtops, as you can imagine, with shit everywhere and buying and selling cars and creating new cars. And I guess something to think about for people in the meantime, my Burt Coupe is getting a bit of a makeover. It's sort of going like pretty much vintage gas like old days was. But trying to come up with a name that hasn't been used. I had my heart set on calling it The Saint. But that's already been used, like in Australia. I have my heart set on calling it Straight Jacket, but that's also been used. And then the other night, old Casey Johnson and I were throwing around some ideas, and he's like, you should call it The Clap Clap. I thought, fuck, how funny would that be? Those that have no idea would completely not get it, but those that know would know, and that's what makes it worthwhile. I think you should definitely call it The Fat Clap. <laughs> the Fat Clap, or just Clap Clap. Put the hands on the side. The yeah, Clap so. Clap, definitely. The, the problem anyway. is with domestic bliss and you, you actually fucking build cars. I just talk shit and fucking don't ever get anything done because I'm just a fucking idiot. But the problem is with you, you actually, oh, I'm going to put a 265 in old days and I'm going to, and then you get it done, I'm going to... Fuck you! Because all my cars, I'm just a bench racer from way back. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I never really do it. I just talk shit. And the big difference is, I don't have a nephew living with me. You That's should have. You guys, do you want one? You guys just fucking party on. That's why. Oh, man, so. the, the parties have been so much fun <laughs> this week, eh? <laughs> That's okay. Good shit, mate. I look forward to speaking to you in episode 44. So I'll That's a lie! Stop lying! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. See ya. Right, Egg. Love the family, Simo. See you, mate. Have Cheers. fun. Now, what you gonna do when you get a snack attack? How'd you keep away from junk? How'd you keep them off your back? And when it's time to treat your belly, get off the beaten track. Time to find a new direction. Time to down the snack pack. When the snack attack hits you, you got the facts. There's nothing does it to you like a snack.